Good morning. Today is Friday, August the 25th, and we're studying the Bible study guide for the third quarter of 2023. The Bible study guide for this quarter is called Ephesians, and this morning we finish lesson number nine. The reading for today is called Further Thought. Let us pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this preparation day that you've given us. We ask you to please be with us as we uh, study your word this morning. But more than that, we ask you to be with us this preparation day as we prepare and get ready for your Sabbath as it comes in the evening. We ask you to send us your Holy Spirit as we study this guide. In Jesus' name, amen. Looking back at Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 through 20, and I mentioned before it should be 1 through 21 because 21 is actually part of the sentence of verse 18, 19, and 20. So looking back at Ephesians 5, verses 1 through 20 as a whole, we watch Paul take a strong stance against sin and evil, especially in the form of sexual immorality and crude speech. He is unwilling to accept the presence of corrupt behavior among people of God. Instead, he calls the believers of Ephesus to a high standard of conduct and to embrace their identity as the beloved children of God and as saints or holy ones. He dares to believe that when the Christians in community do so, they shine a light into the darkness, drawing their neighbors away from self-defeated lifestyles and into God's grace and truth. Paul imagines the church buoyed by a renewed commitment to walk as children of light. While they await Christ's return and blessed by and blessed by the presence of Christ, gathering to worship. As they are motivated by their status as beloved children of God and by Christ's death for them and are filled with the Spirit, their shared worship is characterized by energy and joy as together they sing thanksgiving praises to their Lord Jesus Christ and to God the Father. With a firm grip on heavenly realities, they celebrate their hope for the future, rooted in the story of what God has done, is doing, and will accomplish through Jesus Christ their Lord. Understood in this way, the passage becomes far more than a set of disconnected commands about Christian living. It becomes a prophetic call concerning Christian identity, commitment, and community and worship in the last days, a pathos-filled invitation to snap up the bargains on offer in the days until Christ's return. And now we have four discussion questions as we end the lesson for this week. First, confronted today with the viral culture that preaches its values 24-7-365, through a withering array of media, how can believers adopt Paul's high standards? You know, um, as we're bombarded basically from the media with all these values that are against God, how can believers adopt Paul's high standards? Well, you know, I think the key is in that in that Bible text that says whatever is pure, whatever is good, whatever there is something of a, of a that is worthy and those things meditate. I, I don't, um, I didn't say it exactly the way it's written, but uh, I hope you, you get the idea. If we concentrate on those things, if those things are in our mind, if we, if we keep godly things in our mind, if we keep Jesus in our mind, if we surrender to him daily, if we have a relationship with him that is a daily relationship with him, 
then then we will be able to adopt Paul's high standards, not because we're great and fantastic, but because Jesus is living in us and Jesus is guiding us to those standards. Number two, what strategies might believers today employ to discern what is pleasing to the Lord and to understand what the will of the Lord is? And so we have to, the, the, the second one answers the first one. How do we discern what is pleasing to the Lord? Well, we need to understand the will of the Lord. And so how do we understand the will of the Lord? We need to have a close personal relation with Jesus. We need to spend time in studying because that's how we listen to his voice through his word, reading his word. We have to spend time in prayer and we have in our prayer, we have to give him time to speak because sometimes he speaks to us through our mind as we read his prayer, as we spend time in as sorry, as we read his the Bible, as we spend time in prayer with him, he will speak to us through our mind as well. And so we need to spend time with Jesus. We need to have a personal relationship that's growing with Jesus. And as we do that, we start to learn more about his will. We start to understand what is pleasing to him. Number three, Someone might argue that Paul's ban against speaking of sexual immorality among believers means that we should not deal with issues of sexual misbehavior or abuse. Why is that an inappropriate conclusion? Just because this is something that we need not to focus on doesn't mean that we need to ignore it when it happens. This is something that Sexual misbehavior and abuse is something that can really hurt and break a church. And this is something that needs to be addressed at the appropriate time in the correct ways of doing that. And so it is important for us to be able to address that properly and well and not let any sexual misbehavior and abuse to be rampant in our church. I'd love to be able to say not to let it happen at all, but sometimes it's impossible to do that because people are sometimes very sneaky. But we can uh, do what we can to uh, um, have, a, have, have a, a, a church, have a situation in which we uh, make it very difficult to do those things and we don't let it be rampant. As soon as we find out, we uh, shut it down immediately. Uh, we do whatever is needed to be able to do that. And I think that's a very, very important uh, thing to understand because when, uh, when the least of these, when other people, especially when children are abused, we as Christians need to protect them and stand up for them and not let those who are abusing get away with it. Number four. In what ways does our contemporary society reflect similar pagan practices to those that Paul dealt with in his time? So some of the things that we, we saw here, we saw uh, debauch, uh, not, not to be drunk with debauchery. We, we saw that we should not uh, be dealing with, uh, well, that we should uh, be pure uh, in the way that we walk. Walk as children of the light, it says, in good and right and true. Take no part in unfruitful works of darkness. Uh, we need to stay away from sexual immorality, impurity, 
covetousness. And um, it also says, let no filthiness or foolish talk or crude joking, which is out of place. Those are all things that are in our current world right now, in the world we're dealing with. And we, we see this in the media. We see this in movies. We see this on TV. And this is another reason why we have to be very, very careful what we watch and what we see and what we put into our minds. Because what we put into our minds, those are the things that we end up meditating on and thinking about. And so we need to be careful to put in godly things in our mind, put in spiritually uplifting things, because these pagan practices are reflected just about everywhere we look in today's society. And we have to be very, very careful. The devil doesn't come to us uh, with a, a very clear and loud signals that the devil's attacking. He is very, very sly. He tries to deceive us. He comes with 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 a with his uh, way of thinking in, in things that are popular and things that everybody uh, 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 tends to follow. And so we need to be careful. We need to be very, very careful with that. Well, we've come to the end of the questions for this week, and we have finished lesson number nine. Tomorrow we're going to start lesson number 10. Before we, before we end, let's finish with a prayer. Our loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much for the, uh, for the advice, for the guidance that Paul gives us here in, uh, in, in the first few verses of chapter 5. We ask you to help us to be strong. Help us to uh, surrender to Jesus on a daily basis. And as we do that, to be uh, closer and closer to what you want us to live by. Stay away from those things that can damage us. Uh, we know that we're, we're saved by grace. And it's not what we do that saves us. But what we do sometimes uh changes where we want to spend our time. If we spend a lot of time watching things or doing things that uh, don't draw us closer to you, we might want to spend less time with you. And so we ask you to help us to remain in your word, help to spend more time with you, help us to have a desire to be with you. We ask you to please be with us the rest of this day. Help us as we prepare for your Sabbath day as it, as it comes this evening. Take care of us. Help us spend time with you today. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you once again for being with us this morning. I encourage you to join us again tomorrow morning as we begin a new lesson on this Bible study guide on Ephesians. Thank you and God bless you.